You're listening to The Fearless Hustle Collective, a podcast for creative female entrepreneurs and a home to honest conversations about the ups and downs of running your own business. I'm your host and business mindset coach, Anna Dunleavy, and we'll explore topics on self-doubt, following your intuition, and why self-limiting beliefs might be holding you back. Hello and welcome back. This season is slightly different to what I originally imagined season six would be and it's all about finding opportunity and adversity. It's been recorded between week five and six of the UK lockdown during the global pandemic and I chat to female business owners about how they have adapted their businesses and how they have found opportunities during these changing times. It's really my hope that you'll find little pieces of inspiration within each conversation from how we approach our working lives to the journey within that this time has really encouraged us to take. Let's dive right in. Hi Pri, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thanks for having me, Anna. Why don't you start with telling us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do? Sure, Um, so my name is Pri, I'm the founder of Brilliantly Visible and I help um, primarily the wedding industry and also online kind of e-commerce brands to work on their SEO. So um, I come from a really varied background and I just realized there was a real niche and a need for people that were really creative but didn't really like the analytical, the technical side of SEO. And that's where I come in and help identify what your blockers are and create a strategy that you can do in 30 minutes or less. Mm, nice so keeping it kind of simple and and you know tasks that you can actually kind of tick off as opposed to looking at the very big oh I need to work on my SEO and you're not entirely sure what it is that you actually need to be doing yeah because we've all been there right there's always some part of our business for me it's accounting and bookkeeping where Mm. I'm just looking at going oh I don't know what to do and it just never gets done and then you know, in my case, you hit, you know, you're like two months out from your tax, tax date and you're reaching out to your accountant going, help. Yeah, yeah, no, we've absolutely all been there. And I think when I first started my wedding photography business, I dabbled in kind of learning what I needed to do with SEO. But even then, it was kind of just picking bits here and there and never really having a cohesive strategy um, of, of how to deal with it. So I think having someone to guide you through that would be super handy yeah yeah it definitely is so tell us a little bit about what your plans for your business were at the beginning of the year um and how they perhaps have changed since yeah so um I still work full-time as an SEO it's actually what I do for a living um and kind of my business has always been a I would say it's hard to call it a side hustle because it isn't, but it was very much this year was what am I doing with my business, how I'm going to scale it. And I was probably really naive thinking I could continue to progress in the career ladder and kind of get a promotion and, and you know, have more responsibility and still run my business. So um, in terms of kind of what my plans were, it was more of how can I scale my business, but keep things going at the same pace as I'm going every day. Um, And I think what essentially has happened, and I obviously this is where this conversation has come out of, was me just realizing that I can't do everything and I was burning myself out, but not recognizing it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would have conversations with friends and, you know, I have quite a few friends that are coaches and they would be like, you need to stop because 
you are just going to make yourself ill. And mm. it was like, yeah, no, I'm fine. I can do it all. And there's probably a bit of an ego behind it, thinking I was superwoman and I could juggle both. Um, so yeah, having time off and working from home has really made me realize that there's definitely a lot more potential in my business and in the support that I can give people. And so now rather than trying to make both of them run at the same time, it's actually seeing whether I can make a pivot at some point in the next year and kind of work on my own business a lot more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that you mentioned the idea of, you know, the ego kind of popping up there and, and saying, oh, I can do it all because actually, um, and I certainly relate to that myself. And I think, you know, maybe two, three years ago where I was still very much in that kind of space of really wanting to make that transition and working on my business full time. And I think I, I, I was most definitely overworking myself, um, but equally kind of thinking, oh, I'm fine. I'm okay. But they're really, you know, getting very quite close to burnout actually, because I, I think I was in denial slightly as to the, the effects it was having on me. A hundred percent. And, you know, obviously my husband's now working from home and we're able to do things that, we haven't done in years you know Mm. we've been together nine years and we're joking with each other that when we when we met we had taken about a year off we were both doing kind of odd jobs or part-time work we spent so much time together and it's now kind of swinging around nine years later that we're able to do it but even simple things like um you know having dinner together I we weren't doing that because I was I work in the city. So I'm in London. I work in the city. I'd come home, you know, dinner would be a takeout or something that you could just whack in the oven and we'd just be watching TV and doing it. And so, you know, I think from a a kind of work perspective, it's been a really big game changer. But I think Mm -hmm. more than more than that kind of a a personal growth, um, there's less pressure in a very strange way because I think we're all just going to come out of this completely different and there's not that judgment of, well, you aren't doing that well in full-time job, for example, or your business isn't growing because we've all had to slow down so much. Mm. Yeah. I really like that you actually point that out because actually we live in a world that glamorizes this kind of pressure of you know well what's your next step what are you working towards and this continuous kind of being on that wheel I guess and actually now having that time to step back and maybe take the foot off the pedal a little bit and and just take things slightly slower has for me anyway has been I think I I certainly want to carry it forward let's let's put it that way yeah and i've I don't know how or when this happened, but i've I became one of those people that you know if my calendar was full of back to back meetings, that was a big success, or mm. that like to me it became a thing of the more busier that I am, the more successful I am, and it's definitely not the case um, and yeah, I think it's it's just a game changer for me, and I hope for you know a lot of the listeners that are listening to this realize you know, we definitely need to come out of this being more kind to ourselves and just not comparing ourselves to other people. That's, that's been another thing that I, I very rarely compared myself to others, um, you know, SEOs or other, other business people, but 
even now it's we're all just reacting to this so differently yeah I think it's about honoring that we are all individual and and actually what works for one person won't work for someone else and just because someone else is working what seems like 24 7 doesn't mean that it's going to work for you and your body and your you know kind of mental health and everything else as well yeah and mental health is such a big I mean I feel like it's it's been a really key talking point for a number of years now but I think now more than ever Mm. it's really realizing you know how you're reacting to this situation and I think the strangest thing for me is um, I'm very extroverted. I'm always kind of the first on the dance floor or like always networking with people. And I'm actually enjoying being at home and finding that kind of inner peace and just being able to um, spend more time on the things that I've always wanted to do. Some, you know, journaling or meditating and doing a bit more yoga. And I was joking with a friend of mine the other day that uh, I may come out of this more introverted than I realized, you know, <laughs> than I thought I was. And that's okay. Um, you know, it's okay to to not want to be with people all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're all having small kind of or big realizations in terms of, you know, perhaps the stories we've been telling ourselves and, and the things that have been just almost on autopilot. And I'm not certainly suggesting that that perhaps what was happening for you, but but I think sometimes you kind of settle into a, a new routine and actually realise, oh, actually, this this is quite nice. Yeah, and I think there was definitely, for me personally, a level of, like, naivety there or just, like I said, me thinking I'm superwoman. Um, I went to the doctor um, kind of in December and January and I've been having quite a lot of kind of hormone issues. I mean, as women, we tend to go in these weird kind of flows of, what our cycle looks like and whatnot and um my doctor was very open and was like you need to reduce the level of stress because it's impacting your hormones Mm. and even then it was like oh yeah it's fine you know I'll just ramp up some yoga or whatever and now that I've been forced to slow down um you know it, it is that realization of yeah there was something wrong there was a glitch in the system and I can't go back to how it was before Mm. yeah I think something like hormones is is so you can't obviously physically necessarily always pinpoint it to to hormones and therefore it becomes this kind of thing that like people talk about is kind of doing more yoga or really looking after my stress actually going to affect it or reduce hormone imbalance it's hard to make changes yeah and we're all unique so what works for you might not work for me and Um, And I think that's the trickiest thing of trying to figure out what is working for you. Yeah, absolutely. So what would you say were the other kind of opportunities that came out of this current situation? I think one of the biggest things is really the community aspect. I obviously have quite a lot of connections and it was really just seeing how everyone really banded together and, you know, having more things like um, regular zoom calls for example or regular check-ins um just being a lot more open about what we're currently going through like on a personal and a business level has been great so I think for me from kind of my business aspect it's I've definitely come from a place of service I mean I already do but just making sure that I'm there for anyone that has needed my support and they don't feel like they can't reach out to me right now because 
I'm going to kind of, you know, just tell them to book in a, a session with me, for example. Um, and it's been great to receive feedback from that as well. So I do have a Facebook community and it's been more active now than it has been since I, you know, set it up two years ago. And so, yeah, community has been a really big part. Yeah, no, absolutely. I've, I felt same too in terms of even actually just connecting on you know platforms like Instagram and really kind of having more in-depth conversations with people and getting to know them on a more personal level as well yeah I think people are being a lot more vulnerable but in a genuine way whereas sometimes people are vulnerable but it's to be honest sometimes it's to kind of they feel they need to to connect Mm. with you whereas now it just it feels like we are all just being a lot more realistic with each other and realizing that everyone's going through this. Yeah, absolutely. And when we spoke last, you talked about actually you finding yourself kind of thriving in during this time. You kind of said that it, perhaps it wasn't very common uh, for people to say that, but actually that you were finding yourself thriving. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it's just you know, I think it's really, it's difficult to explain to people in a way because there is so much going on right now and we're all trying to adapt. But I think, you know, I am thriving because um, I'm able to just take a step back and really analyse my life as a whole and what's important to me. And um, probably about six months ago, I did a training session through work to figure out what my values were as a person. And my values then and my values now are very different. So I've evolved as a person, but being able to just step back and look at what my full time job is able to provide me, um, what my connections are like with my family, my friends, and colleagues, and then also what my business does, and just figure out what that's going to look like in the next six months and onwards you know am I going to go back to full-time work and continue um, to keep running at the pace that I was trying to get up the corporate ladder Um, am I going to focus more on my own business and kind of see where that takes me and I've been working with um, a coach I actually signed up to work with her before this all happened and I think I'm thriving because of the stuff that I'm learning with her and the way she's challenging me. And it's just changed the way that I'm thinking. And I'm naturally finding myself being a lot more positive. I used to have a lot of anxiety. Um, When I say my stress levels were bad, I mean, they were really bad. I was on beta blockers for a while. And I've kind of come out of this so far. And, you know, I feel really positive about my business. I have even more time to do things that I want to do. So, you know, I'm cooking every meal that we're eating. I'm able to just relax a lot more. And to me, that is thriving. You know, to me now, thriving is um, having time to spend with loved ones and connecting with people and doing simple things that I really didn't even think about, like cooking and just doing things for me. And I haven't had the time or I didn't feel like it was a priority. That's probably the better way of saying it. I think this is really pushing me to say all the things I said I didn't have time for, I now have the time. So if I'm not doing it, it's not a priority. Mm. And that's, that's where the kind of thriving part of it is coming from. 
Yeah, and it's so interesting that you find that your values have changed since, you know, perhaps a few months ago, because that really shows that things are shifting and and that you are prioritising different things now. Yeah, I mean, um, I can share my values. I have no kind of, they're not secret. Um, They were freedom, power and ambition, which are very strong values. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, in a way, I don't have any freedom because I can't go out. Um, you know, I can't travel like I used to. Um, I'm a lot more limited because I'm at home. But in a way, I feel like I have more freedom than I ever have done. Mm-hmm. Are you still working, uh, you know, in your full-time job or have you been furloughed during this time? No, nope, I am still working. So uh, just working from home. Yeah, um, so, so even regardless of the fact that or despite the fact that you are still working you actually find yourself having more time and and you're you're prioritizing all those other things that are kind of actually really feeding you yeah I'm saving about 15 hours a week from me getting up in the morning and commuting I mean I'm in zone two so I'm still quite close to I work just off Oxford Street so you know I am really really close but even then 15 hours to get back is is really really it's it's a lot of time especially when you're at home so much and you know I think I am very much in a transition period in my life and the next big decision I'm gonna have to make is is um you know whether whether that commute is what impact that commute is going to have when I eventually have to go back into work yeah no what a kind of what a time to kind of re evaluate all of these things yeah I don't think I'm going to be the only one mine may just be a bit more extreme because you know I'm I may be pivoting between two different careers Mm -hmm. that I could have but I think we're all transitioning from one way of living to another yeah yeah I couldn't agree more so if there was one piece of advice that you could give someone who is running their business during this time what would it be don't stop marketing (laughs) <laughs> I've seen so many businesses right now feel guilty mm-hmm. about marketing themselves so you know on the wedding side I've got a lot of friends that have had weddings cancel or postpone and you know they're perhaps not in the right frame of mind or they are worried that people aren't actively researching and booking weddings and on the kind of online econ side of my business there's a lot of businesses that feel like people aren't shopping and you know I have challenged people on both sides and said people are at home they're bored they're on their mobiles they're searching they want they want to do something exciting they want to have something to look forward to and while I realize it's difficult right now don't let yourself feel shame about going out there and marketing yourself. The big brands have not stopped. You know, the number of ads you see on social media and they're actively going out and selling and there's no reason why, you know, us as small businesses shouldn't be doing the same. And like we said earlier in in this episode, everyone's situation is completely different. So while we may be hearing a lot about the people that perhaps have been furloughed or are not working and aren't able to go out and do all the things that they were there are other people like me that 
are working from home, are continuing to get paid their salaries and want to support the economy, want to support small businesses. So yeah, I would say keep continuing to market your business and don't feel guilty about it. There's no shame in trying to earn money right now and keep your life going. Yeah, absolutely. More potentially than ever, because uh, as you say, I... I've been so much more intentional about the kind of businesses that I choose to support. And if, as far as I can, I've been trying to support the smaller businesses and the guys that actually probably need it the most. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think I was reading an article where it was saying out of the kind of 2008, 2009 crash, there were quite a lot of big brands that came out of it. So I think Uber and um, Airbnb were two of them that came out of it. So you know, there's nothing to say that there won't be businesses that will thrive right now. And obviously there are a lot of them. So I would just say, stay true to your brand and your brand values and connect with people because even if they're not buying now in three to six months, they will be looking for you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that Pri, and thank you for your time today. No, thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'd be so, so grateful if you could leave a review on iTunes so that other female creatives can find this podcast too.